Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I am sitting in a chair in the hotel room of a band called Autograph. I have two members of the band here with me. I'd love it if each of you could introduce yourself. How's it going? I'm Michael. And I'm Lewis Ka. We're Autograph. There's three of you in the band. So first, let's introduce the guy who's not here, or at least talk about him in case he comes up later. He is not here because we took a train, me and Michael. Because we're like men of the people, and he took a flight, first class. Well, I don't know first class. He probably got upgraded to first class on Delta, and that's why he's not here. So he took a, a later flight because he's super cool, but his name's Jake. Autograph is three guys, but we're in your hotel room right now, and there's two beds. So where does the third man sleep? <laughs> <laughs> so there is another hotel room somewhere in here, and it's just kind of a roll of a die. Gets here first, gets a bed, and passed out as fast as possible. Yeah, if anything, having to try and get that second room means you're you're getting to pass out last. So if I can get a bed first and just crash, that's super awesome. So there's no rolling dice who gets the room to themselves each night? No, not at all. I, I think it's just first come, first serve. Like, if there's a soft spot to lay down, if, if that's a floor, you take it. So I'm going to play a track by autograph i'm gonna start off with future soup now i would like you guys to imagine that the person listening to this has never heard of autograph before how would you prepare them for what they're about to hear <laughs> let's take it <laughs> Me? uh man i don't know just just imagine it's 2050 and you're eating a hot bowl of soup and it takes you on a wild journey that warms you up <laughs> yeah sure so listening to autograph music is like eating soup. Uh, I mean, er- life is like eating soup. So so our music isn't any different than that. Does, I think the soup idea comes from just like you take a bowl of soup and you just throw all these different things into it. And that's what kind of autograph is. It's this bowl of soup of different ideas and creative like forces coming together. In the night when we start to look for
your host you just heard future soup by a band called autograph i have michael i have lewis from the band jake is on his way i picked this track to play first because it nicely dovetails into a conversation about the band's origin so how would you like to explain the song and how it relates to how the group started so when we started autograph before even being a musical entity we just wanted to be a collective of three people we kind of had a lot of like-minded ideas and the first thing we did was we threw this Warhol factory inspired party and with that we built a giant eight foot tall five foot by five foot 700 plus pound giant soup can that sat in the middle of the party on the stage basically. Warhol's factory was from the pop art scene in New York and that's where Warhol's creative space was in New York and you had people like the Flaming Lips playing there and um, just you know not Flaming Lips the Blanking. We've been sleeping too much. <laughs> to be fair, I just woke these guys up yeah. from a long nap. So, Lewis, how about I go over to you and you save them? Okay. The question is something about what 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 is Andy Warhol? I guess we just heard the song <laughs> "Future Soup." Yes. It nicely relates to your origin story. I mean, the the idea of the group is that you know we're, we're three individuals that decided to form something that was kind of a, a collective spirit where instead of, you know, we're a band, we're like three individuals working collectively in a project, kind of like if we were in, like in Andy Warhol's factory, he had a ton of different artists, like a lot of bohemians and and drifters and just whoever just coming through the space, a lot of people, like, I guess, party personalities too. He had like the factory girls who are basically, they're just these iconic chicks that were partying and created their own persona. So Andy Warhol was a visual artist who operated in New York and who was famous for not only being a great visual artist, but for promoting a scene that involved parties, movies, etc. Yes, he just cultivated a creative space for people to do whatever they wanted, any of the above, whether it's music, art, what have you. And so that was that was the, the idea of Autograph in the beginning. And, you know, it, the focus has definitely shifted towards music only because there's been so much demand for it from from people but originally just our our whole mantra is to basically do anything we want creatively and you know music happens to be one of that and art is 
one as well. So. So how about we talk a little bit about the art quickly, and then talk about how the journey went into music. So prior to this, um, Jake and I both come from art backgrounds. I'm a sculptor. I did design work and had a gallery in Chicago. And I actually booked Lewis for his first DJ gig, you know, in the basement of my gallery. And, you know, being that we came from those art backgrounds, we wanted to continue to work on something collectively as that. So, you know, all our album covers, all the visuals, you know, our art we've made, the last two singles, our actual paintings, they're two foot by two foot painting collages, continually creating visual aspects that go with the music. And Andy Warhol was well known for a rendition of Soup, Cans. Yes, and that's what the <laughs> cover is based off of for Future Soup. I see what you're trying to do. I, I, I guess it seemed pretty obvious that our our album cover is a take on Andy Warhol's Campbell Soup Cans. I would love to move into music. Let's talk about how your art moved into music, because this is really what Autograph is now. Yeah, I mean, so the first creation we made was the Future Soup sculpture, and that's you know that was made two years ago, and that that's the reason why we decided to name our EP after that, because it kind of just put everything full circle but prior to that when we started putting out original music you know we probably put out maybe 10 to 15 remixes before we put out our first original song and the very first one we put out was a like a bootleg a a remix for 50 cents magic stick and that was just something we did randomly and it just took off online And then from then on out, the music just had so much success and everyone wanted to remix their track. All of a sudden, we felt that we kind of got away from the original intent of the group, which was to make visual art, especially for these guys, you know, because that's, I think they started the group because they felt they weren't doing as much art in their lives as they used to, you know. Jake, he went to art school for sculpture, but you know, one of the things you learn, it's hard to get a job, you know, out of art school. But, you know, one of the random skills he learned as, you know, doing sculptures, like metal, metal welding. So he found himself, you know, working, you know, in a fabrication factory, not exactly doing art. So, you know, that's what kind of prompted us to do Autograph. But then, as I said before, the music took over and that was kind of lost as, as you know, we went along. But so when we started putting out original music, that's when we decided, OK, we just need to force ourselves to do this, you know. There's only so much time, but this is really important to us. So with every single original piece of music, we're going to make a new physical art piece with it. So, Lewis, I'm going to play your track, Metaphysical. Okay. So how about before I play that track, how about, Michael, you tell me about the art piece that is linked to the track, Metaphysical. So Metaphysical is a collage piece that kind of invokes different, you know, ideas into this one image and, you know, being metaphysical is somewhat that idea and it's a pretty cool two foot by two foot collage that's hanging in our future factory gallery space right now i mean the subject for metaphysical is twiggy which is which is a a, i guess a factory girl and uh basically the concept of the art and the music was essentially if, if you look at the art piece you just see a bunch of like layers of her face being ripped you know peeled off and under each layer is just something abstract and weird and essentially it just i guess forces you to just question you know the reality of you know everything the reality of beauty and you know so it it basically invokes us to just create our own reality and i think everyone has that ability to do that do so so 
All right, so think about that while you listen to the track. Where do you love?
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just listened to Metaphysical by a band called Autograph. I have Michael and Lewis from the band here with me. I would love it if I could get one of you or both of you to talk a bit more about this track. So the vocalist is featuring Janelle Kroll. The the idea kind of started after one of our shows in New York. And she, she actually just came out to the show wanting to meet us. And then uh, afterwards, I, I actually left to, to catch a flight. And just like today where, where Jake's, you know, kind of left behind is he stayed around a little bit and he met up with Janelle and they kind of started the, the backbone for the song right then and there. And then, and then we finished it off and that was metaphysical. And it was at that point where... Um, when you make a song, it's interesting because I think originally that song was about, it was, you know, just more about general concepts of love. But then we 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 just heard this this line she just threw in at the very end, just about metaphysical. And, and I just thought that was, that was pretty deep. So we kind of went in that direction with the song and, and thought it had a great concept for the art as well. All right, we'll start here. You guys are well-known for creating bootleg remixes of old soul classics. You've done three that I love. You did one of Marvin Gaye, one of Stevie Wonder, and one of Temptations. I'd love you to pick one of those remixes and then talk about why you picked it, and I'll play it in the background. Let's see, Marvin Gaye was the first one we did, and Jake chose that one, actually, and he was just uh, chilling in, like, a supermarket or something, and that song came on, and, you know, we... We really, I think, like a lot of things of past culture. Um, you know, that soul sound being one of them. And when he heard that song, he was like, just kind of hit him. He was like, I bet I can find, like, an acapella for this song. So, you know, the next day he goes online and he, he finds this acapella. And from there he's like, all right, we got to work on this track right here. This is this is perfect. And that kind of was our first soul remix. And from there, we continue to want to do that every so often just because we love that old soul sound. Ooh, I bet you're wondering how I knew about your plans to make me blue With some other guy you knew before Between the two of us guys You know I love you more It took me by surprise I must say When I found out yesterday Don't you know that I heard it Through the grapevine Grapevine, 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 grapevine I'd love you guys to talk about a challenge that you ran into while making that remix. Man, that, that, one, that was early on. In, that was maybe the second or third song we put out. I think that song in general was a huge challenge. All the songs at the beginning were a big challenge because we were still trying to find our sound. Yeah, no, it, just, it was just a lot of trial and error. It, it, it finally melded together. But I, I felt like we weren't very happy in, in the beginning phase, especially with that one and the Magic Stick one, up until the final hour. But I feel like now that we've kind of solidified what we want our sound is, things seem to go a lot more smoother and quicker. You know, when working on these tracks, that process is really important and really lends itself to the end sound. So even if we weren't happy with so many different versions of it, you know, I think doing those versions of it at the end really helped create that final sound that we, we really like, you know, with that remix. So maybe the rookie mistake would be, you know, the amount of time we put into it. But, you know, with music and art, I don't know if that's really a rookie mistake in that, you know, you're trying to put out the best possible product you can. I think the only mistakes come when you... Because that was back early when we didn't have deadlines. 
And so you don't really finish your piece until you say, all right, this is this is done. This is great. So, I mean, that took a long time, but, you know, like Michael said, it's all an educational process. You, you learn more from, you know, the trial and error and I guess the so-called mistakes, which, I mean, a mistake is like when you when you write something that doesn't sound good and you just throw it away, you know? Um, I mean, what melted, what, what brought the song together for me was, was the drum fill in the very beginning before the first drop. Uh, I think that was something we really liked because we started putting that into a lot more of our songs after that. So I think just that discovery, which kind of just happened on a whim randomly, is, uh, it's, it's really important. One of the exciting things for me as an autograph fan was that you guys have started to put out your own music. I'd love you guys to talk about the challenge from going from working with somebody else's track and remixing it to creating something that you guys wrote completely. So when working with a remix, there's this bare bone system already in place that you're working around and you're kind of making this collage out of those sounds and then adding in your own. When you're doing something that's original, it's, you know, you're starting out with a complete blank canvas and you're painting right on that sort of with, with the sound. So they're two completely different workflows in terms of the way you're going to work with it. One, you're looking for something in that original song that really speaks to you and you can transform that small part of it into something really unique. And with an original song, with original song, you're staring at this blank canvas sometimes for like hours trying to think of like, where do I begin with this? Yeah, I think with remixes, they... At least for us, that's why we started out with so many remixes in the beginning is you start out with a lot of times a vocal. I mean, sometimes they give you other stuff, but and immediately you can you can hear something in your head to fill it all out with. But when you're starting from scratch, you don't have a basis to just, you know, get some inspiration from. So that's the major difference. But sometimes you can create originals like you would create a remix. You know, sometimes a vocalist will send you some ideas and all of a sudden you hear something and you run with it. So sometimes, you know, when you start with a blank canvas, you can you can use something, you know, like a vocal sample or an already existing vocal just to get you started, but you don't have to end up using it in the end. So a lot of times you can turn a remix into original, if that makes sense. Now that you guys are putting out your own original material, you're in the position where you're going to get remixed by other people. So I'm going to play the Robotaki remix of Dream by you guys. I would love you to tell me, before we hear the song, what you love about this remix. <laughs> oh, man. It's I, it's, it's really hard to remember because he, he actually just hit us up today showing us his new song. So that's fresh in my mind. But what's even funnier for Jake, he's a, he doesn't even remember a lot of our songs, what they sound like, you know, a couple months later. So I can't even really remember what Robotaki is like. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's kind of weird, like that. It's I don't know. You you create something, you move on to the next thing. But I I mean, what what okay. What what I do like about his remix is it's one of the more energetic dream remixes we have. It, it kind of I just, I really like the synthesis in it. It's it's uh I guess there's something called like quote unquote future house now, and it it's got you know a lot of those sounds. You know like I don't know genre labeling stupid because it's. It's hard to explain music in words. I feel like the English language is too limited. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. So I would just tell people just to listen to it and decide for themselves what they think of it. And now we're going to listen to it so you can decide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
back to the interview show this is scott wood your host you just heard the song dream by a band called autograph this time i played the robotaki remix i have lewis and i've got michael from the band here with me how about you guys talk a little bit about the original and i'll play the original in the background so that you can compare it so dream was our first original track we did it meant a big step you know to kind of take things from doing all these bootleg remixes and even official remixes at that point but to release something that was completely our own and kind of this dream of doing autograph full-time and I think at that moment when we put that track out that was kind of realized that this is what we're going to be doing and since then we've been just full steam ahead with autograph That song we put out last year and when we were making it and, and also the concept, the name for it came up as in the very beginning when we were beginning to start touring a lot and you know we are getting all this recognition with the music you know all these labels wanted a remix from us and we are getting interest you know on, on you know doing 
album deals with people and all kinds of stuff like that. But I think the the main thing was that you know we just started hitting the road a lot and seeing there there were actual fans there that came that actually knew our music, liked our music, and came for us. And that was just a really cool feeling in the beginning, and it it just made us take a step back and say like, wow, I think we're actually living our dream now. You know, as cliche as that is, and then. There we have it, our song Dream. It's just, that's what it's all about. It's pretty simple. You're literally living the dream. Yeah, I mean, it, see, it, it's funny if you, you know, flash forward to now when we're so busy just trying to get from place to place. You know, we woke up at 7 a.m., slept for two hours last night after tearing down this huge live show. And we're just trying to get to Vancouver and then we had to meet up with you for an interview and it's just like there's all these things that we kind of now we're just almost moving on autopilot and you, you tend to get caught up in it and, and forget that you need to just stop and you know live in the moment and just realize you know how awesome all this is it i mean we we kind of it's it's kind of a joke within the group a lot of times we tell ourselves to to bask to a, like like a lizard to us that means to live in the moment we'll be at a big festival and this happens multiple times or a big show and then jake will like tap me on the shoulder and i'll be like hey look look over the crowd and let's bask and that's just like where we just like stop in the middle well, we're, we don't stop but that's when we you know mentally inside stop and just look at the crowd and take it all in and say man this is awesome because if you get caught up and just all the things we have to do on a daily basis you know now now that things are moving so fast you're not gonna i don't know you're just gonna miss out all the enjoyment you know like the main enjoyment for us for this project is the process you know if we if we became famous overnight that wouldn't be as fulfilling but all the things that get us to that point is what's enjoyable and if we forget to you know enjoy those moments then that'll be a, a huge shame i feel so Autograph, it's three guys. I'm talking with two of you right now. One guy's on his way to Vancouver. Three is a little bit of a rare combination when it comes to guys who make dance music. Two's pretty common, one's pretty common. I'd love to hear how you guys break down the work. Well, I think for one, the three-person thing came about because the idea was for it to be this collective of ideas, not so much just like, here we are, as like, we're going to just make straight dance records. So... That's why there is three of us. It's not just like, let's make straightforward dance records. We all contribute different things. Um, you know, Jake will start something out, send it, bounce it over to us. We'll tear it apart, send back, be like, this little tiny part is good. And then, you know, we do the same thing for everything from the art to the music, so. Yeah, I mean, because the original intent of the group was to be kind of like Andy Warhol's factory, where we were all just doing our own thing, but would come together and share ideas and the whole music thing kind of took over so now we, we have the appearance where we're a straight up band Jake and Michael started the group to do art but as time went on everyone just kind of filled different roles like now Jake takes the lead with the music production even though he's the one that went to formal art school and now Michael takes the lead with the artwork and then I just happen to do a lot of the, the live music stuff you know we all just kind of just fell in a certain role and now we're just doing it but it's it's interesting that we do very, we do operate in a very individualistic basis, where you know like a soul art idea is started by Michael, then the other two guys will critique the hell out of it. Likewise, Jake will create a piece of music or start a piece of music, and then we'll critique the hell out of it. So it is it is kind of like 
a little bit of a collective spirit like that. I guess for a lot of people out there, it might be a strange way of working. So I'd love a concrete example. Here, it is a really strange way of working. People also are confused because like Jake lives in Kentucky. Michael lives in Chicago. I live in Chicago, but I don't know. I feel like I'm not there much. But so a lot of it is just say Jake will start a song or actually he'll start a lot of ideas and we'll just say, nope, 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 nope. And then at a point we're like, eh, you know, maybe. And it's it's always the maybes that you explore further. So, Michael, Lewis, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you spending some time with me today. The end of the show, I let the artist pick one of their own tracks and I play it, but they have to tell me why they picked it. Horizons. So who would like to pick a track? Pick Horizons. Okay, hold on, hold on. You say it? <laughs> Let's do Horizons. How come Horizons? <laughs> Uh, it's just one of those tracks, you know, where we haven't really pushed out too much yet. So it'd be cool for you to listen to it, I think. That's not a good reason. That's not a good reason. You know, yeah. let's do Heartbeat. I, I really, really like Heartbeat. And actually, we've been waiting to put out that song for so long. Is actually made around the same time as Dream, which is kind of a long time ago. <laughs> And you can definitely hear the inspirations to it. It's like, you know, huge piano chords, big lead melody, down tempo, like sexy deep vocal. It's it's awesome. I'm excited. I only because I don't know, it's just it's really annoying to like sit on songs for so long. But you know, when you're you know, you have when you're dealing with record labels, not that ours is bad, ours is great. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's just it can take longer than you want, and that's that was the nice part of just being very DIY from the beginning. You just did whatever you wanted, but you know, now we're in a little different situation where it's you know I guess work a little more with people. But I'm really excited about Heartbeat. It's an awesome song. So <laughs> it's kind of weird to you know talk talk like that about a, you know something you created because it seems a little self-serving but it's, it's he is visibly gushing yeah <laughs> but it is different when because when you finish a song and you kind of shelve it for a long time you know you don't it doesn't feel like your song anymore it feels like you can be a fan of it again like because you don't really hear it much you know you're not like listening to it every day like in contrast we hear dream all the time because you know it's it's our i, I guess our, our hit song and like you know obviously every fan talks about it and wants us to play it but, you know, when you make something, you haven't put it out, you kind of forget about it. You know, in the case of Jake, he forgets what it even sounds like. And then and then you hear it and you just get excited about it. So I'm excited about that one. Are you okay with him picking a different song? Yeah. <laughs> he can go with Heartbeat. <laughs> Would you like to gush about Heartbeat a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of gushing about it already. Dude. So awesome. <laughs> so awesome. No, no, it's, it is one of those tracks that we finished a long time ago. And when we were revisiting everything to put together this EP um, about a month ago or so, whatever, we got back in the studio and kind of did minor tweaks to all these songs. It was really cool re-listening to that song after it being shelled for so long. Guys, thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. And I'm super pumped about Heartbeat, if you couldn't tell. My heartbeat.